Welcome to CruxCast. Whether you're in your car, at work, or at home, we hope you enjoy this interview. And if you do, you can find more like it on cruxinvestor.com. So please subscribe. We caught up earlier today with Tamara Brown. She's the interim CEO at Superior Gold. They've done a fantastic job with a turnaround exercise there, but they are going to be bringing in a new CEO um, towards end of June, uh, July period. We're looking forward to seeing you know, how they get along with that. Tamara talks to us about it. Uh, and also their quarterly results seem to be uh, quite impressive. They're pleased anyway. So if you want our thoughts and opinions on the conversation, you can find them at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club, where you can also find detailed company reports and analysis. We've got commentary from experts from around the world and a variety of companies and commodities. We've got training courses and we do summaries of all the interviews that we do just to save you some time because we know you're busy. And why not go and join a thriving community of investors sharing their thoughts and ideas with each other in a nice, friendly, safe environment, free from judgment, trolling and abuse, all that nasty stuff you see elsewhere. And it does sound appealing to you. Join us at cruxinvestor.com forward slash club. Tamara, how are you? Hi, Matt. I'm well. How are you doing? Very good. Spring is in the air. We are, we are, spring, uh, is in the air. spring is in the air. And how are things there? Very well, Doug. Look, we've, uh, We've just come out of a quarter, so everyone's happy at the end of reporting a quarter and you've done all that hard work and now you get to go back to the day job of working out what other great things are we going to look at? Well, yeah, that's the reason of the call, actually. I just wanted to talk to you about some of those things because, again, looking at the trends in the marketplace, you know, gold's in a sort of unusual place, flat flat lining, as they say. Mm -hmm. Um, But look, before we uh, get stuck into it, if you don't mind, give us that one-minute overview of the business for people new to it. And I'll pick it up from there. Absolutely. So Superior Gold, TSX-listed gold producer. We own 100% of the platonic gold operations right in the heart of Western Australia. So a great mining jurisdiction with a big gold ore body on top of it. So it's produced uh, around 6 million ounces in its history and it's got a lot of life ahead of it. So we've, uh, we've bought this asset in 2017 from Northern Star and we are conducting what I would uh, describe as a turnaround here with respect to getting the operation back and going. We've got a a few different areas we're focused on. There's an underground operation already um, producing gold. We're bringing online new open pits. We have the opportunity to bring online a second mill. And then obviously also the the opportunity to find that next big discovery, Matt. So we're very busy. We've got a lot of things we're working on and delighted to be here today. Fantastic. We've had you on a couple of times before and it's kind of interesting story to us because I love a turnaround story, okay? But it's not just turning around operations on the ground. You've got to turn around people's uh, trust in how you've got to where you are today. Okay, so we've we've talked previously in the past about some of the things the company didn't get right. You've come in, restructured things, and you know, getting things moving again. Now we're able to talk about some of those things and the success yeah. of some of those things. Your quarterly numbers. Do you want to give some of the highlights and maybe talk about them? Sure, absolutely. So since I've been here, we've been really focused on um, getting back to basics with respect to the geology and the mine planning at Platonic. So just putting in in, in place the way things should be done. And as I said to you the first few times, it doesn't happen overnight. It takes some while to get traction. And so we've seen that. We have had quarter on quarter improvements, but we saw what you might call a bit of a breakout in Q1 with a jump up in our production level. And that absolutely, you know, starts to show you that here we have this asset. It can produce a significant amount of free cash flow And that's at these levels where we have a very low CapEx growth profile ahead of us. And so I get excited about what tomorrow brings. But 
Q1, Matt, we saw production um, just over 17,600 ounces, which has been the best for, for quite a while here at Platonic. And with the, such a, I guess it's the denominator story. So with those ounces up, that all-in sustaining cost per ounce came down significantly, which I think is what investors really needed to see in order to start to build that confidence and belief in this term. Well, that, that's one of the basic numbers that they like to see because it's easy to understand and easy to compare against peers. Um, but like and likewise, the you know increase in production, it, it's great. But in the context of the turnaround story, you can't just focus on early, you know, um, ASIC numbers looking impressive. You got to do the basics really well to set up for the future. So, again, just remind us in terms of that turnaround story: where are you investing your dollars? Where are you investing your time to kind of set up for a sustainable production level? Absolutely. So, great point. There's there's many layers to this onion, and so when I came in, you know, it was very simple to say, okay, well. Our productivity levels are very low on our equipment that we have. You know, they're in the maintenance bay more than they are operating for shareholders. So that was a very early, easy win where we said, okay, let's invest some money into revitalising that underground mining fleet. So we brought on two new trucks and two new loaders, which has significantly improved that availability, um, you know, so that the dirt's not sitting underground, so to speak. Um, the next piece um, was that we bought back uh, a royalty on the property. We brought back a 2% NSR last year, which obviously paves the way for uh, increased future free cash flow. And that was an important investment into the operation here. I'm a passionate believer that, that you know, if you can buy back royalties, the assets deserve to put that money into the ground. And so that's the next piece, putting money into the ground. So we got a third drill rig here, um, which is completely dedicated to exploration. And that's an important part of the story, Matt, the... Um, People talk about, well, you just need, you know, you need to get ahead with your development. But if a mine is at a point that it doesn't have enough inventory drilled, you can't develop into it if it's not even drilled. So the first step is drilling. Increase the amount of drilling that you have um, with an ore body so that you can identify the places which you're going to develop to, develop into, et cetera. So um, that drill rig has done an excellent job of, you know, to be honest, in the to be transparent, in the first quarter, we put out a, um, a program where there were seven holes, all seven holes hit significant mineralisation. So really positive return rates for this. And so when people talk about investing in the ground, that's exactly it, you know, putting money into drilling, putting money into development. We're doing both of those things and we're starting to see the benefits of, of that in addition to even more um, fundamental work with respect to geology. So here at Platonic, the geological ore body, um, it's quite complex, to be honest. It is. It, you know, it has a, a system of um, parallel loads where the gold um, folds and moves around. And so a geologist's ability to interpret where it's going is challenged because they can't see under the ground. So when I came in, it was one of the fundamental issues I noticed. We have mined historically at Platonic in and around 50% of our gold outside of reserves and resources. So that means that you have a reserve and resource, which is a model that estimates how much gold is in the ground, and then the miners come along and mine, and they actually produce from that reserve, but also 50% of it is outside. So by definition, the model wasn't predicting how much gold has been here, and that's for the last 30 years. So that has been the piece that we've been most focused on, and that is it's a pretty simple process when you boil it down, it's informing the model with more information. So historically, they will have included drill holes in the underground and they will have 
interpreted between this drill hole and this drill hole and said, okay, well, the gold continues in between these two points, or I assume it does. When you get out there and you find that maybe that model doesn't predict it as accurately as you thought, you've got an issue and you can't manage your mind plan and your business as well. So now with the advances in technology, we have had the ability to incorporate all historical geological data. So that's 30 years of face sampling, drilling, um, uh, old pit uh, monitoring, geological uh, surface samples. All this data has gone into our database now and it's called 3D modelling. And we are now informing all of our mine planning, not all of it yet, but some of our mine planning with these improved models. And our plan is to do this across the whole ore body. And what we've found is these 3D, um, 3D models, they have structural alteration, lithology, all the technical things that allow the geologist and actually the model to interpret where the gold's going. And so it has improved our mine planning. It has improved our targeting. So two very important areas um, that allow us to manage our business better. So that's a lot of words around saying that we're improving the fundamentals of how we do geology and mining. I like the word fundamentals when it comes to mining because it's uh, you know it, it's, it's based in truth. Um, it's not it's not about promotion. It's not about telling the story mm -hmm. well necessarily. But what's intrigued me that I mean that's obviously significant. Since it's going to improve the likelihood yes. of success. Awesome. It keeps the cost down. Awesome. But. All the smaller things that you were talking about doing there too, um, it seems almost too simple. Uh, look, I think that the guys on site would tell you none of this is simple or easy. It's a lot of hard work. Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of people involved in what I've just described. You know, you know. So, for example, putting this data, these these face sample discs in, takes hours and hours and hours of geologist day. And so none of it just happens. It takes very experienced people's, um, you know, long history of knowing the ore body, taking the new systems, the new technology, the new 3D modelling and incorporating those two things such that we can now, and it's kind of turned a light on in the underground for us, Matt. Again, this is a process that takes time. It would take us about 12 months to do this across the whole ore body. But from what I'm seeing right now, it is certainly better predicting predicting, sorry, where the gold exists in three dimensions, which allows us to manage our business better. Right. So you're starting to make platonic sing a little bit. You've got, you've got a long way to go, but, you, but you're starting, right? You're starting that. The next phase is open pit, right? Mm -hmm. So again, we talked about laying the, getting the fundamentals right, laying the groundwork down. So where are you with that? Great question. So that comes on our first open pit, platonic east, comes online mid-year. And so we're on track to deliver that. And that's obviously an improvement to that supplemental ore that we feed to the mill. And, you know, it's a doubling of the grade. So obviously more profitable tonnes going through that mill, which is important. But I, I will note to you that that modelling thing I was talking about doesn't just work in the underground. It actually helps us with these open pits as well. So that technology or that improvement in our uh, geological model is going to have, you know, added benefits throughout the operation. Right. Okay. And I, I, I think we have talked in the past. I don't necessarily want to go on it today because I, I want to get back to something else in a, in a minute, which is in the second mill, et cetera. But just, just in terms of this quarterly, it's good. You yes. need to keep doing it. You know, okay. I'll just remind people of this. Last time we spoke, beginning of April, 64 cents. 
80 cents today, 25% improvement. It's bucking the trend somewhat, not just mapping against peers in terms of how they're performing, but you're actually going up, which very few gold companies seem to be doing at the moment. So that's good news. People are listening to this, but they're going to need to see it next quarter and the quarter after and the quarter after that. So the degree of confidence that you have, how would you describe that? Look, as I said to you last time, we don't look, I'm not, I'm not yet focused on the share price. There'll become a time when that is appropriate. I'm focused on just doing what needs to be done at the operation in the underground with respect to um, our productivities, all of our availabilities. Um, on, the, on the HR side, there's so much work to be done here before I can say, okay, now she's operating as, a, you know, a, as it should, benchmarked against appropriate peers. Uh, we've got a big gap there. I do believe that we can pull out another 20% with respect to our productivities, just in how much gold we produce for the dollars we spend. Okay, here's the question I wanted to ask you about. Okay, when we arranged this call, this is the question I wanted to ask you. Okay, we've had so much inbound about the job that you've done on the turnaround. So, you know, it's, and it's the beginning end of it, there's ways to go, but people are really impressed by that. They're saying to you, why don't you just stay on a CEO? Uh, look, I appreciate that. I really do. Uh, I think it's because when I came in um, to look at this and the board said, tell us what it needs, I, um, it was very clear to me with a blinking light. How can you execute on this turnaround uh, to the utmost efficiency from anywhere other than Perth? And so uh, I am not that 30-year experienced operator, Matt, that has done this many, many times. I can see from a business perspective what needs to be done, but I do believe that bringing in a, um, an experienced operator as the CEO will simply elevate that because I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to be on the board. I'm going to be having that input to the strategy piece, which I'm passionate about. But having an operator on the ground in Perth, I think is that piece that just needs to, then we increase the speed at which we achieve these deliverables. Okay. Where are you in that process then? Have you found someone? Yes, uh, happy to say we have. Haven't um, haven't yet uh, announced it and finalised it, and inked it, so can't talk about it. But um, I was very impressed with the quality of candidates that saw the opportunity here at Platonic. So you've got a you've got a couple of things um, driving that. Matt, um, COVID has been, had a in, big impact, I think, on the mining industry with respect to where people want to work. So, you know, we, we have very experienced people that are caught in locations that maybe they didn't want to, that's not where their family is. And I have the, the great advantage of having an operation sitting in Western Australia where we have a significantly experienced workforce with respect to mining. And so with that, Australians are, you know, very good miners. They're known as very good miners. And so you've got a situation where people want to stay home right now. They want to... Um, not be caught in two-week quarantines flying in, flying out of international operations. Someone that has the opportunity to come in, base themselves in beautiful Perth, Western Australia, where there is no COVID, where you are operating free from all of the restrictions we have here in North America and Europe, um, and they get the opportunity to come in, be a CEO of an operation that clearly has a lot of upside. It has a big gold system, all of the infrastructure it needs, and a very clear turnaround plan ahead of it. Uh, I found people were very excited about that. So the quality of the people are excellent, and I know that shareholders will be impressed. Right. Okay. You, you've had a choice of people. It wasn't any difficulty. Hey, so the timing is when? Are we looking Q2? 
Yeah, look, I came in uh, July 31st, Matt. So I have a one-year, you know, I had a one-year mandate and um, and so that's coming up. I think, it, I think it's fair to say to shareholders that but by July 31st, they'll know what's happening with respect to the business moving forward. Okay, but between now and then, the turnaround plan, nothing's changing. You're not, you're not having second thoughts about any aspect of what you put in place. No, I think that it was pretty clear to me this uh, this little mine just needed to be run and invested in, and that's what we're doing. Okay. Just a quick word on expiration and budget. Is that still good? It's great. So just for a reminder for people, we put in a, a drill rig dedicated expiration in the underground, so one drill rig dedicated expiration. It's a big system here. We've got a lot of infrastructure. We could facilitate a, a second drill rig, and the results certainly warrant it. And then mid-year um, in our plan, we have, the, for the first time in many years, a surface drill rig coming in. Obviously, it is part of that main pit pushback, the infill drilling, but what it gets to do is drill that mineralised mine mafic all across the property, if your investors remember. We talked about it, I think, last time. And so that hasn't been done since barrack days. We're following up on drill holes like 16 grams over two metres, 20-odd metres below surface. So for me, the opportunity to uncover both, a, you know, an excellent underground operation with exploration upside, but a, a brand new open pit surface plan uh, for shareholders. I think that has the ability to turn this story very, very quickly. Okay. It's May. July's not too far away. Are you going to save all your news until the new CEOs here or have you got more for us? Look, I, we're not stopping anything. There's no reason to be slowing down on what we should be doing, waiting for someone no, Shareholders shouldn't be thinking that. Um, anyone coming in has bought into what the board and I see here, and um, and they'll be part. They're already a part of that team as far as understanding what we're doing. And if I ever needed to, I could consult with them moving forward. Here. Beautiful. Thank you so much for the catch up. Stay in touch. Hopefully, we'll see you soon. I'm, I'm looking forward to news on all fronts. Terrific. Thanks so much for having us, Matt. Thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed the interview, why not subscribe to Cruxcast? or our website, cruxinvestor.com, and of course, our YouTube channel, Crux Investor. Plus, you can catch us most days on Twitter and LinkedIn. We really love getting your feedback, so please keep it coming, and we'll speak to you again soon.